Hello everyone and welcome to the One Man Renegade Podcast. I am your host, the Honorable Greg B, and this is chapter 16. Uh, I'm gonna, not gonna lie, this is kind of, this one's gonna be all over the place. Um, didn't really have a specific topic to talk about today, but I had a lot of little topics to talk about. So, uh, basically, um, a lot of stuff going on, you know, uh, the NFL season's in full swing. Probably talk a little bit about that. MLB playoffs have started. Probably talk about that. Um, we got some a WWE pay-per-view again coming up this weekend. Seems like every other week there's one, pretty much. Um, so we'll talk about that. There's a UFC C fight going on this weekend. So probably talk about that. I got a couple boxes to open. Um, so we'll get into that. But before we do all that... Um, so on the last episode, chapter 15... Um, <clears throat> Uh, made some predictions about, uh, what was it, Backlash and UFC 203, and then the Cruiserweight Classic. Now, there's a lot of weird things that happened on these events, and, uh, kind of screwed up the prediction machine a little bit, uh, first off, like, there was, like, two, at least, at least two fights that ended up not happening on the UFC. I know that, um, I ended up going... Six and four, not too bad for my predictions. But the one, of course, that was the big one in my mind um, was the CM Punk fight, which I got wrong. He got his ass kicked, which I wasn't really too surprised by. I just, you know, I had to go with CM Punk for the predictions. You know, it just kind of was one of those things I had to do. Um, but, yeah, it was a decent card. Um, the heavyweight bouts were pretty one-sided for the most part. Uh, certainly the Stipe fight um was uh but um yeah it should be interesting to see where they go with that i'm i'm, ge- I'm guessing fabricio wardham and stipe or me however the hell you say his name i still don't know uh i, I assume they're gonna fight again at some point down the line um i'm not sure when uh but they're not fighting on U- the ufc 204 because obviously that wouldn't make any sense to fight back-to-back pay-per-views but and uh, they're not 205, I know that for sure, because uh, Conor McGregor will be fighting in 205 in, in uh, Madison Square Garden. And, uh, truth be told, uh, I kind of looked up tickets just for the hell of it. I got a pre-sale for some reason. Uh, I don't know why. Uh, it's at Madison Square Garden, which I've been to one one time. Maybe that's why. I don't know. But uh, ticket prices were obscene. Like, ridiculous. I mean, I think... Not that I even saw anything that was cheap, but I think the cheapest was maybe a hundred and fifty bucks or something like that just to get in the building. And I could be wrong. That might that might be wrong. It might have been more than that. Anyways, uh, the only tickets I could find were over a thousand dollars, and I want to say that was before the fees. And they weren't even like great. They were okay tickets, decent tickets for a thousand bucks. I have no idea if it's sold out or nothing. I haven't gone back and looked because, honestly, I pff, no way in hell I'm spending that much money. Plus, I have to go down to New York, so that's another uh, <clears throat> whole thing. But, um, yeah, so, whatever, 6-4, and four, respectable. Uh, then, uh, for the, uh, as I put it, just WWE SmackDown. <laughs> I even put Backlash on this list, which is funny. Uh, uh, for SmackDown, Backlash... Plex, um, I did poorly, and, uh, not totally my fault, because there was a couple bullshit, excuse my language, there was a couple BS things that happened at the pay-per-view, which, you know, overall was decent, um, 
I ended up going three and three and five, I guess. But one of those matches was added last minute. Then Randy Orton and Bray Wyatt sort of fought, but not really. It wasn't really a fight. Bray Wyatt won by forfeit, technically. And then Bray Wyatt fought Kane. So why would Kane win? But of course Kane wins, so I get that wrong. But ultimately AJ Styles won the the big match. And the Cruiserweight Classic, okay. So I guess the revival wasn't fighting Tommaso Ciampa and Gargano. Tommaso Ciampa and Gargano were just fighting a random match, which ended up, I think it was Cedric Alexander and Noam Dar, um, I believe was what it was. And obviously they won because they're setting up that match, which will probably happen at TakeOver Toronto. Um, and then my thought process was pretty good in terms of not having a guy not sign um, win, especially since they added the stipulation that the winner was going to be the Cruiserweight champion. I just picked the wrong guy. Instead of Metallic, it was uh, TJ Perkins. And they didn't want to open up any sort of cam warms because both those guys won the semifinal matches and had the finals. And now they're on the Raw roster. But I missed out on Night Champions, Clash of Champions, whatever the hell you want to call it. I was going to do um, kind of a, a podcast preview that and talk about um, maybe ROH. All Strive, <clears throat> All Strive again. So it was last week in Lowell, um, but ultimately I didn't get around to it, and um, so sorry. But now I'm here for No Mercy, so not to make this exclusively a SmackDown podcast or nothing like that, but um, or just UFC. Well, though there's always UFC fights going on every weekend. So, but specifically the UFC, uh, big the big pay per view cards, which is happening on um, Saturday. So. I guess let's just jump into that um, for UFC 204, which is a very interesting uh, situation because it's UFC 204 is in, I believe it's Manchester, England. Okay, well, here's the thing. England's like five hours ahead of us. So, yeah, that's a bit awkward because, well, um, they're starting the pay-per-view or the event itself just like they would normally start a, any event like if it was in New York let's say or Cleveland or Las Vegas they'd start it at you know 8 o'clock eastern or I guess 7 o'clock eastern with the prelims or however they do it normally but the pay-per-view itself starts at 10 o'clock um, so <laughs> 10 o'clock in uh, the east, I should say, ten o'clock Eastern Standard Time, which is three in the morning, um, if you're doing the math, in uh, London or Manchester. Uh, Manchester, I believe, is where this actually is. Right? Am I right about that? Manchester, yeah, Manchester, England. Uh, yeah, so it's going to start at. Well, the show it starts. The show itself starts at eleven. We have an hour of prelims. To midnight. No, wait. How does that make sense? I don't know. Whatever. But the main 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 card. Uh, maybe that's just what people get in the bill. I don't know. Whatever. I don't. Whatever the time start. I have no idea how this works. Um. Uh. Blah blah blah. But anyways. Um. So the main card will start at three a.m. in the morning and go to at least five, if not later basically just morning so (laughs) 
I mean, good for you, England people. I mean, I guess if you're a fighter, you just gotta stay on American time. You can't even adjust. Because what's the point? That's so weird, though, right? But they don't want to have, obviously, don't, I mean, obviously, USA is their bread and butter in terms of uh, people buying the pay-per-views and stuff. Um, I guess, I, I, I don't know, man. Like, if you're in England, are you going to stay up and watch that if you're not going? It seems, I mean, I guess if, if, guess if you ever do watch UFCs regularly, you have to anyway. So maybe, I don't know, maybe you're just used to it. But that seems kind of uh, crazy. Um, but anyways, um, the the card is 12 matches. You got four. No, got three on the prelim fight pass thing. You got four on the Fox FS1 thing. And then you got uh, five on the main card. Which I'm wondering how that's going to work. Because there's baseball this weekend. And specifically on Saturday, I know the NA, the NL is playing, and the NL is getting covered by Fox. So hmm, maybe the game's actually on Fox, though, not uh, FS1, which would make sense because it is the playoffs. But I, I I don't think there's any rhyme or reason to what Fox does with their coverage. Although I believe MLB Network also has some games on or something too, so could very well be that. Um, but let's look it up. No, they got college football on, so that's not going to work. Maybe the games are in during the day? I don't know. Cause let's see. What we got here? Um... Alright, so you got the Dodgers at the Nationals. Uh, game 2. That starts at 4 o'clock, so... Yeah, that, I mean, depending on uh, what happens with that, you may be starting off on Fox Sports 1, which I don't get. I'll be out anyways. It's going to be my birthday. Hey, yeah, it's a happy birthday edition. I'll be out at the bars or something, doing something probably, so I probably won't pay any attention. Um, unless I end up at a TGA Fridays or something like that that's showing the fight, I probably won't even watch it this, this time around. But, all right, let's just get into it. Um so starting off the prelims, the fight pass on the fight, blah, 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 the fight card, fight pass card, preliminary, pre-show, whatever. Uh, you got, uh, God. and I apologize in advance for the names, because I don't know how to say half these. And the first one's a doozy. You got Luke, Lukas, Lukas Sajowski. It's probably not how you say it, but. Sure, we'll go with it. Uh, versus Mark Diacasi in a lightweight fight. Um, I'm going to go with Mark Diacasi. Because why not? And, and I kind of can say his name, even though not really. Alright. Next up, we got... Leonardo Santos versus Adriano Martins in another lightweight fight. Um, go with Leonardo Santos. Because, sure. Uh, 
All right, next up we got, and by the way, I just, for, uh, sorry if I was pausing a little bit there, there uh, I'm watching the Blue Jays and Rangers game right now, uh, game one for the ALDS. Um, Blue Jays beat the Orioles the other night uh, in a walk-off uh, three-run homer in the bottom of the 11th, I believe, uh, but we'll get to that in a minute. Uh, all right, moving on. We got Danny Roberts versus Mike Perry in a welterweight fight. I'm going to go with Mike Perry. Because his name's not Steve Perry, but it's close. Except not really. Like, I guess. Uh, Alright, now moving on to preliminary card, which will be on Fox Sports 1 or 2, depending on if the baseball game's over. Um, we got a welterweight bout between Leon Edwards and Albert Temenoff. Temenoff? Temenoff. I'm going to go with Leon Edwards in an upset. I have no idea if that's an upset or not, but I'm going to say it is, just just for the sake of arguments. Uh, I should really figure out what, I mean, there's so many fights and so many fighters, it's hard to keep track of who's who and what's what. Um, but then next coming up, we got Damian Stasiak. <sighs> Damian Stasiak, all right. Versus Davy Grant. Oh, jeez. I look up Damien Stasiak. I mean, first of all, his name's Damien. So, points right there. And the last name's Stasiak. So, he's obviously Polish. Um, and you had Stan the Man Stasiak back in the day. A uh, wrestler. And then you had Sean, Perfect Sean Stasiak. Uh, who was terrible. And Meat. His name was Meat. But... Um, Anyways, uh, I gotta go with Damien Stasiak, I guess, right? I mean, how can you not go with Damien Stasiak? Damien Stasiak it is. Alright, next up we got... Oh, and that's a bantamweight fight, by the way. And another bantamweight fight. We got Ian Entwistle. I think that's how you say it. Versus Rob Font. Entwistle versus Font. Rob Font. It's a very succinct uh, name. Rob Font. Um, Ian Entwistle. Let me go with Rob Font. I assume that's how you pronounce it. How else do you pronounce that name? Alright, next up in another bantamweight uh, fight, we got uh, Yuri Alcantara versus Brad Pickett. Ooh, uh... Alright, so I'm going to go with Brad Pickett on this one. Because, sure. Alright, next up. Actually, I should be checking to see if any of these guys are like from England. Because they're going to have the... Uh, Ayuri Alcantara is uh, from Brazil, not from um, England. Just in case you're wondering. Oh, yes. Brad Pickett is from... Uh, England. See, I knew. 
I knew, I knew, I knew, I knew there was something up with that. So you got the hometown crowd going for uh, the English guy. Um, and Oh, Rob Font, by the way, from Lemonster, Massachusetts. So he's kind of a hometown guy for me. So I guess I got to go with him, right? Which I did. So there you go. I didn't even know what I was doing. But, yeah. <laughs> uh, whatever. Um, all right. Let's keep, uh, keep going. Keep moving. All right. Now onto the main card. Uh, we got a featherweight bout between... Uh, Mirsad Bektik versus Russell Doan. I am going to go with Russell Doan. Because Doan Don did it. Doan did it. Whatever. That was terrible, by the way. I apologize. Um, all right, next up is a heavyweight bout between two guys' names I cannot say at all. Well, I can say this is the second guy's... I can say the first names, I guess. Stefan Struve versus Daniel Omiantarzuk. Yeah, I don't think those were close. But you know what? I don't know. I don't, I, 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 I don't know. Um, you got Dutch guy versus, uh, who's this, Polish guy? He's Polish? Polish. Dutch versus Polish. Oh, man. I'm going to go with Stefan Struve. Because it's easier to say. I think. And <laughs> I'm probably still saying it wrong. All right, moving on. We got a light heavyweight bout between Ovince St. Prue versus Jimmy Manua. Jimmy Manua. I think I'm going to go with Jimmy Manua. And it's spelled like Jimi Hendrix, so, you know. And Mamua. Manua. Manua? <laughs> what did I say? Manua. I guess that's Manua, right? It's pretty close. Hopefully he doesn't stink. See what I did there. Um, <laughs> all right, whatever. I'm an idiot. I should probably stop predicting these bouts. I have nothing. I don't really know a lot about uh, a lot of these guys. All right, in the middleweight bout, we got Victor Belfort versus uh, Jagard Musasi Musasa Musasi. I'm gonna go with Musasi. Um. Go with Victor Belfort. Because why not? Alright, and now in the main event of the evening for the middleweight heavyweight. The middleweight heavy yeah, the middleweight heavyweight, because that makes sense. For middleweight championship of the world. You got Michael Bisbing defending uh his title against Dan Henderson in a rematch from UFC one hundred. Yeah. These guys fought at UFC 100. Dan uh, Henderson won. Uh, actually, so... Um, Michael Bisbing looking for some revenge. And I know he's actually was born in Cyprus, but he's fighting out of Manchester, England, which is like what they like to do. You know, if not, they're not in Vegas, they like to, whatever they're fighting, to have a hometown guy or some sort of equivalent of that 
You know, it happened in Cleveland last last month. I mean, it's not happening with Conor McGregor. Actually, I don't know. Um, you know, actually, hold on, because that's that's an interesting side note on that. Uh, well, I, obviously Conor McGregor's not from New York, but um, no, I was gonna say Eddie Alvarez might be, but no, he's from Philadelphia. But whatever. It doesn't matter. It's New York. It's Conor McGregor. It doesn't really matter that he's not from there or whatever. But when you're fighting in Manchester, England, maybe uh, maybe have the guy from Manchester, England fight. Or at least fighting out of Manchester, England. Um, you know, say when Cleveland, have the guy from Cleveland fight, maybe. Yeah, makes sense. Uh, okay. Um, but anyways, uh, yeah, this is a rematch. You know, Dan Henderson, man, he's up there, man. Because I, I got to say... Uh, I mean, Bisping is not young either. He's 36, 37 maybe. Yeah, he's 37. So, I mean, these are not young guys fighting, but they're names. They're names. You gotta have the names out there. But yeah, geez, um, Dan Henderson is 46 years old. Crazy. Yeah, he's been fighting forever. Uh, well, I mean, obviously they fought at UFC 100. This is a rematch. I mean, that was five years ago, right? Um... No, more than that. Wow, geez. UFC 100 was seven years ago. <sighs> Time flies, huh? But yeah, so his I mean, his first UFC fight was at UFC 11. He fought at UFC 11. No, sorry, 17. I'm looking at the wrong thing. UFC 17, he fought. He was in one of those tournament things, I'm guessing. I don't know. Yeah, he was in a tournament or something. The middleweight tournament. Which he won. Be Carlos Newton. So. Yeah, he's been fighting forever. That was back in 1998. Alright, but... I can't see him... I mean, he may have beaten Bisbing in 100, but I think uh, Bisbing has uh, improved. Let's say. And I just can't see a 46-year-old winning the middleweight title. Oh, man. Alright, I gotta go with Michael Bisbing. I mean, hey... At least it's making me feel young. I mean, I'm turning 35 on on Saturday, and uh, at least these guys are both older than me fighting, huh? Right? I still have time. I do not have any time to be back. But uh, yeah, Michael Bisbang, hometown guy, sort of getting the re getting his revenge on Dan Anderson from seven years ago and retaining the title. All right, moving on. Sunday night we got WWE No Mercy. I will be. Watching this probably on a bit of delay. I'm going to the Red Sox Indians game three Sunday. The game starts at four. There's no way I'll be home in time before seven for the pre show in any event. I also have a um fantasy hockey draft going on uh that night too, so that'll be interesting. Um but in any event, let's start off with the kickoff show or the pre show or the whatever you want to call it. Uh, you got Jack Swagger, who is now on 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 uh, SmackDown. He was on Raw, and then he lost, and then he left. And then he showed up on SmackDown to confront Baron Corbin, and everyone was just like, "Wow!" So he's on SmackDown now. Okay. And then they had a then they had a match last week or last Tuesday, um, and Swagger won because he had him in the ankle lock and he sort of tapped out but he was just reaching for the ropes or something 
the ref thought he was tapping. I don't know. Whatever. I think Baron Corbin wins because he's the kickoff master these days. Beat Apollo Crews last um, last show, which I incorrectly predicted, but whatever. Just figured you have the kickoff show. You have the, the match just thrown together, and you want to get peep the crowd going. You usually have the face win, but it didn't happen then, and I don't think it's gonna happen now. All right, moving on. We got Kurt Hawkins making his finally making his debut after having. Oh, it's at least been a month. I want to say probably been two months. They've been airing these little uh, vignettes of just basically ripping off the whole Chuck Norris or Mr. T or name name some other guy, uh, the most interesting man in the world, whatever type of thing. Where like on the internet, they used to be like, you know, um, you know, just some stupid saying where it's like. You know, the earth doesn't revolve around the sun. It revolves around Kurt Hawkins or something stupid along those lines. Like, I, I don't even know. You know what I'm talking about. But, so he's debuting or re-debuting or returning or whatever you want to call it. Uh, versus TBD. So, TBD doesn't have a bad record in the WWE. But, uh, I don't know. I just feel like you not you didn't promote this guy that much just to have him come out and lose to... You know, whoever he's going to fight, it's probably be, jeez, I don't know, somebody, somebody random, maybe even just like, um, uh, a jobber, for all I know, who knows who it'll be, but, I mean, they could flip the switch on that and go like Kane, and have Kane come out and just like, destroy him, um, but, uh, I don't think so. I think they'll have him beat up somebody. Uh, it'd probably be a jobber. I don't know. I don't care. In any event, I think he's going to win. So, Kurt Hawkins. Alright, next up, we got Nikki Bella versus Carmella. They've been feeding for basically since SummerSlam. And uh, they were sort of in a match together last month, but that was a six-pack women's challenge thing for the title um but I feel like Carmella eliminated Nikki if I remember correctly so revenge um I'm gonna go with Nikki Bella I, I, I think just cause they're starting the Total Bellas Show starts, or started yesterday, I believe. Uh, kicked off yesterday, and uh, I feel like they're going to push her a little bit. Probably give her a title shot down the line, whether she wins or not. I don't know, but yeah, here we go. All right, next up, we got uh, uh, let's go with Randy Orton versus Bray Wyatt. Just I'll go on that one. So it didn't happen last month because Randy Orton wasn't cleared because Brock Lesnar pounded his head in, or something happened. I don't know. They kind of played it off where. Bray Wyatt injured him, and then Kane fought Wyatt after Wyatt won by the by the default or whatever forfeit, uh, and then Kane won because Randy Orton came out and distracted him, or Bray Wyatt that is, and then but I think he gave him an RKO or something at the end, and then they've been playing this weird like spooky spooky games with each other since that, and which culminated with. Randy Orton locking Bray Wyatt in a storage unit with a rocking chair, and then Bray Wyatt 
just rocking back and forth well and then talking to Sister Abigail and it disappeared. Yeah. So, I don't know. I'm going to say Randy Orton's going to win, though. <laughs> the moral of the story is Randy Orton will win. Unless there's some shenanigans, which there probably will be. Whatever. All right, moving on. Uh, we got uh, Heath Slater and Rhino defending their newly won tag team champions. Ship versus the Usos, which is a rematch from, a rematch from the finals um, at Backlash because the Usos beat up Bell. American Alpha, who beat them prior to that, and then somehow got a re- a rematch, not a rematch, but got another match with Pipe Rose, who already lost, whatever, whatever. That was last month, who cares. Heath Slater, Rhino versus Usos for tag titles. SmackDown tag titles. SmackDown tag titles. Um, I feel like they kind of want to push the Usos, but at the same time, I don't see the point of taking the titles off Slater and Rhino so quickly I feel like there's more to do with that although I feel like they haven't done a lot with it since they won which was my issue with that to begin with because I thought the Usos should have won um, and continued on the whole Heath Slater free agent thing but uh, now it's over and now I feel like people don't care anymore um, so with that said though I think Heath Slater and Rhino will retain the titles All right, moving on uh, for the women's SmackDown Championship, we got Becky Lynch re- uh, defending her newly won tag, uh, newly won title against uh, uh, Alexa Bliss. Uh, I can't say that too loud, or else my Amazon Echo will go off, which happened the other night on SmackDown. Just started playing music for some reason, and uh, it's annoying. But anyways, yes. So, Becky Lynch just won. I don't see her losing it again. I mean, I know I just used that same argument with Slater and Rhino, which is now kind of getting me to rethink that, because if I don't have either of them win, and then another guy down the line just won too, does that leave the other one to lose? Or are they just not going to have any championships change hands? You know, I wouldn't mind that. It's been a while since they've had a pay-per-view with no championships changed hands, I don't believe. Probably totally wrong on that. That probably happened at like two months ago or something. Um, but with that said, um, or did that happen? Well, whatever. Uh, that happened at Night Champions, I believe. No, Clash Champions, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, oh, whatever. So, it was two weeks ago. What? Shut up, everyone. Um, I still think Becky Lynch is going to come out with the championship here. Um, that's all right. Roman Reigns beat Rusev. I forgot about that. It almost felt like Roman Reigns was already the U.S. champion, I guess. So, I kind of forgot about that, but okay. But they have five titles. Five titles? Five titles? Five titles on Raw, so whatever. It's a little different. All right, moving on. Uh, the Miz defending the Intercontinental title against Dolph Ziggler, who is putting up his career, his WWE career, um, 
on the line. Uh, I don't know. You can read the rumor mills. Some people say Dolph's could leave in. Other people say he's not. But then what does that mean? If he's not leaving, he's obviously going to win. Now, there's a lot of bullshit. Damn it. I apologize again. There's a lot of stuff that they didn't really quite hammer out on this, I feel like, which could open up um, can of worms. Is that it's not a it's a not a no disqualification match for all I know. There's not I mean there's no it's not a no, no count out or something. So very easily Dolph could win by count out or disqualification and keep his career I believe unless I maybe they said that if he doesn't win the championship he'll he has to lose. I don't remember, I don't recall the exact stipulation. They haven't really clarified it from what I can remember. Uh, it just says, and I'm looking at Wikipedia, it just says if he loses, he must retire. But it doesn't say anything about if he doesn't win the title, he has to retire. So I feel like that's a very easy out. Miz keeps the title. But Dolph wins. But that also extends his feud forever. Possibly. Uh, but is Dolph leaving? Uh, you know what? I'm going to go with Ziggler. I got to say Ziggler, but I don't think he's going to win the title. I think he's going to win by disqualification or count out or something. Um, Miz will keep the title because I don't, I, I don't see them taking the title off of Miz. I just did it, to put it on Ziggler. just seems stupid. But at the same time, it's like, well, where does that leave that? Well, who knows? Who cares? It's, I mean, I, is he really going to leave? Like... I just don't know. Because where's he going to go? And we'll get to that in a minute. Um, that's something I want to talk about very briefly. Uh, but alright, let's move on. Main event for the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. we got a triple threat match between champion AJ Styles and challengers Dean Ambrose and John Cena. I know I've used this argument already, but I just can't see them taking it off of AJ so quickly. And I don't think you give it back to Dean. And if you give it to John Cena, he's a 16-time world champion. Which, I'm not against him being a 16-time world champion. I just don't know that WWE No Mercy is the stage for that to happen. I feel like that's a big-time pay-per-view event. You know, and whether that's WrestleMania or or Royal Rumble, or SummerSlam, or whatever, is, I don't know, but, you know, that then that raises the question, well, yeah, okay, fine, that's true, if he ties it, that's a big deal, but what if he breaks it? If he breaks it, that's even a bigger deal, so if you can somehow get him to tie it now, and then break it at WrestleMania, isn't that a bigger deal? He, yes, and, and I, I, guess, I guess that's true. Um, you know other thing working against that to some degree is Cena's leaving to go film his American Grit show. But supposedly he's going to be at Survivor Series. So what you could do, have him win the title here, tie Ric Flair, lose it back to AJ or whoever at Survivor Series, then him go off and film for a while. Then he comes back, and here's the thing you don't have to have him do anymore, is he doesn't have to win the Royal Rumble. Because that's the one thing that's always been kind of a toss-up since they've gotten rid of the whole two-belt thing a couple years ago is, all right, now it's a little bit more obvious who's going to win the Royal Rumble, 
because there's only one title. But now someone from Raw can easily win the Royal Rumble, and it won't even matter. And then Cena wins the Elimination Chamber or whatever the next month or however they're going to do that uh, to determine who wins, who faces this champion. So it's not as blatantly obvious as it was before. Um, with that said, I still don't think he's going to win. And I don't think Ambrose has a chance. I think it's either Cena or, or AJ at this point. Um, I got to go with AJ. I think there's going to be some shenanigans. Uh, obviously, it's a triple threat match, so there would obviously have to be some sort of shenanigans. It won't be straight up. Um, not necessarily outside interference shenanigans, but like like Ambrose is about to win and Cena costs or something. I don't know. I could I could see them extending the Cena-Ambrose feud a little bit. Although, like I said, Cena's supposed to be leaving soon, so who knows how they're going to play that out. Um, all right, so that, this is for New Mercy. Now I'm going to make some predictions for Major League Baseball. I mean, I don't even know if I should do this because I'm a Red Sox fan and I can't go against the Red Sox. So um, with that said, I can predict the other one. So Blue Jays beat the Rangers. Sorry, Blue Jays beat the Orioles to get the wild card game and, and now they're playing the Rangers. Uh, on the other side of the fence, uh, the Giants beat the Mets in the NL wild card game and now Giants go play on the Cubs, Red Sox are playing the Indians, and the Nationals are playing the Dodgers. Um, here's how I see it playing out. Red Sox beat the Indians. I see the Blue Jays... Now nah, I see the Rangers beating the Blue Jays. And then um, I see the Cubs beating the Giants, and... The Dodgers beating the Nationals. So it comes down to Red Sox, Rangers, Cubs, and Dodgers. And I see the Cubs beating the Dodgers, the Red Sox beating the Rangers, and the Red Sox will beat the Cubs in the World Series. Now, hey, listen, 12 years ago, before what happened in 2004, and Cubs, Red Sox in the World Series, I mean, 2003 almost happened, but Cubs versus the Red Sox in the World Series, given that the last time they had... That faced off in the World Series was two, uh, 1918. Uh, Red Sox won, by the way. Um, that's absurd to think that. But with the Red Sox, what they've done in the last 12 years is, like, whatever, back at the World Series. I mean, it's still amazing and crazy and awesome. But they've won it three times, you know, now. Whereas the Cubs, they still haven't even gotten there since, what was it, 1940-something or 50-something? I don't even remember. What what time the last time they were just in the World Series? Forget alone winning it. I know nineteen oh eight, last time they won it. But last year was their year. They should have done last year. Back to the future said you were going to do it. What the hell's wrong with you guys? And now you missed out. So you're not you're not winning. The Red Sox are winning. And there we go. That's all I got. Um, write these down for uh, so I can yell at myself later for getting it wrong <laughs> or whatever. Alright, so now going on to the other thing about where Dolph Ziggler might go to afterwards um, leads me to TNA uh, Wrestling, Impact Wrestling, whatever you want to call it. Um, 
the, a lot of a lot of stuff went down with that. Uh, they had their pay per view last Sunday, which almost didn't happen. They've been doing some tapings all week for basically to get them through the end of the year uh, for uh, uh, TV wise to fill out their fulfill their agreement with Pop TV or whatever um, and whatever things they had to, agreements on. But um, they basically ran out of money, and uh, someone someone. A third, uh, a mystery partner that no one seems to know who came through in the end and provided them with money because Billy Corgan had, yes, Billy Corgan of uh, Smashing Buffins fame had uh, done it in the past a few times, but he was like, I'm not doing this anymore if this isn't going to go anywhere and I'm not owning the company. And uh, even though he's president now and there's, there's a lot of control, but he's not full control. Dixie Carter was still in control and he's basically like, I want to own or at least be the majority owner of this company. If I'm not, I'm I don't I'm not doing this anymore. Meanwhile, WWE stepped in and like they're like, well, we could buy the company because we that's what we do. Um, but ultimately, I don't know what the point of that would be for them. I, I think it's just just to say they could do it. I guess I don't know. Uh, and uh, no one really seems to know what's happened. There's a lot of rumors going around. There's the latest rumor is that the WWE has purchased the TNA uh, tape library, which means they have they'll have the rights to all the previous tapes and stuff. Which is, I guess, that's cool if you want to throw it up on the network, sort of, or you know, de- definitely have like packages for AJ and Samoa Joe and Bobby Roode and whoever else has been in TNA, I guess. Ultimately, I don't know what that does, because... And meanwhile, I think Billy Corgan takes over. He's basically just going to turn the whole company around and basically start from scratch, I think, would be the way to go, especially if WWE owns the tape library, because it's like, oh, hey, remember last year when this happened? Oh, wait, we can't show that to you. We don't own that. Unless they end up having some sort of working agreement, which... Honestly, if that's the way they're going to do it, I think they would have to. Now, whether or not Billy Corgan wanted to be in bed with the WWE is another question to be asked, and whether or not the WWE actually really gives a, gives a, gives a hoot uh, about uh, TNA or whatever they're doing, or whatever it's going to end up being called if they change the name or whatever. I don't know. It's an interesting scenario, and we'll see how it plays out. But, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's it is what it is. Alright, so that's going to do it for predictions and stuff. I um, guess I'll, the one more thing I'll, I'll, I'll talk about, I guess, is, uh, well, uh, another thing that's happening involving Cleveland and Boston, or the New England, as it were. Tom Brady returns this uh, Sunday against the Cleveland Browns in, in Cleveland uh, after his four-game suspension. Patriots went 3-1, kind of ran into a brick wall and on Sunday with the, the Buffalo Bills, which at home, which is just crazy. They lost 16 nothing, but Garoppolo couldn't play. He was injured. Brissett was injured. His hand was messed up. They did, really didn't have anything going on offense. They couldn't get anything going. Defense was eh. I mean, they only allowed 16 points, but they didn't do great. They didn't help off the offense too much. Uh, what, Whatever, but the season starts now as far as I'm concerned. That was still preseason um, as it were, and three and one, whatever. It's 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 not four and zero, but it's not zero and four. You know, it's three and one. You're still leading the division by a game on Buffalo, but that Buffalo loss could come back to haunt you down the line in terms of uh, tiebreakers or something. You know, it's a conference game, division game. 
I don't necessarily think it will matter for the division title. I think the Patriots will run away with that now that Brady's back. But as a conference game um, loss, that could hurt them down the line. Um, with that said, whatever. Go Patriots and uh, welcome back TB12. And uh, hopefully he's as good as he always was. And hopefully he gets a lights a fire under Gronk. I don't know what's going on with him. He's, I know he's been injured, but he's only had one catch. I mean, he's only played two games. He didn't play the first two weeks. He's played, he sort of played third week. He only was in there for like 19 snaps or something. Got one thrown to and couldn't get it. And then I didn't really see a lot of last game. I was at the Red Sox saying goodbye to Ortiz, but not really saying goodbye to Ortiz. But I might be saying goodbye to Ortiz on this Sunday. See what happens. Could be his last game ever, depending on what happens. I don't think it will be, but whatever. Toronto just took the lead over Texas. Uh, it's the top of the third, now one nothing. So, already my predictions are going to hell. Uh, but anyways, <laughs> um, yeah, go Patriots. That's all I got. Go, go Ortiz. Go Red Sox. Go everyone. All right, now moving on. All right, I got a couple of boxes. Why do I have two boxes? Well, I'll get to that in a second. So, Pro Wrestling Crate. I think I may have said this in the last one. I don't really remember. Um, I got two more boxes. I have one more box coming after this box. This is the September box. I have an October box coming. Pro Wrestling Crate, which was started up by Mick Foley and uh, Top Rope Tuesday, which is a website you can buy stuff at, um, wrestling stuff at. Um, back last year, back last November, I, I was one of the first people to join on. Because uh, I'd done Wrestling Crate prior to that, which was, eh. I was on it for like three months. Now, Wrestling Crate, I believe, if I remember correctly, although I'm not 100% sure about this, had a deal with Pro Wrestling Tees. Because one of the boxes came with a tee that just said Pro Wrestling Tees, if I remember correctly. Well, Pro Wrestling Tees brought, bought Pro Wrestling Crate. Starting next month, they're in charge. Now, I already, already, I already unsubscribed, but it should be interesting to see what they have next month. They do a lot more options now with that, which, whatever. That's cool, I guess, uh, as opposed to just the one option. You can get ones that are cheaper, ones that are more expensive, you get more stuff, whatever. Sure, whatever, I'll get one more next month, and that's fine and dandy, and I'll check it out. But I'm moving on, because Loot Crate, in association with WWE, is presenting a Slam Crate. And uh, it's, it's not every month, it's going to be every other month. I signed up for six months, so... Or six boxes, I guess, which is a year's worth. Um, so that should be interesting, and those will start coming in November sometime. Uh, so that's cool. So, But i still got two more boxes of the Pro Wrestling Crate, so hopefully these are good. But with that said, for some reason, Loot Crate sent me a box. Um, not sure why. Not sure what it's for. It just says Loot Crate. It's not a Slam Crate or anything. Like, that. like I said, those don't start till November. Uh, it says, Attention Looters, this crate is designed differently than any other crate before it. Please read the first page of the magazine to see how. I I don't know what magazine they're talking about. I guess there's one in the box. Um, but yeah, so I guess let's start off with this. Let's start off with the loot crate. Um, and I'll take pictures and I, I promise I'll actually upload them this time to the to the blog. I know I keep forgetting, but this time I will. Hopefully... If I don't forget, I forgot to do last time, which I will do, because I did take the pictures, I just never uploaded them. Um, but alright, um, 
here we go I'll take a picture oh by the way if anyone's interested um, or not interested new iPhone came out in the new uh, iPhone iOS I don't know how you people are feeling about it. The messages are all weird now. There's a bunch of few other weird things. I'm getting used to it, but I don't know. There's just some quirks that still I'm not quite used to yet. Um, but in any event, uh, this is might be hard to open here. Oh, there we go. All right. Wow, this looks like it's just like an introductory, like, hey, welcome to Loot Crate. You get a Loot Crate thing. <laughs> it's like we have a t-shirt um, it's just it's just a t-shirt that says loot crate XL at least so they got the right uh, and it says looter it's got a thing that says looter on the side and it says thanks for signing up for 12 months of loot crate yeah at 12 months but it's only yeah it's only 6 but it's 12 months and there's a little piece of the box that broke off for some reason. It's a weird looking box. I know it says it's a... It looks like it turns into something. It's like a weird design and stuff in it. I'll take pictures of it, but like... I don't... Some, a little piece broke off, but it looks like there's more pieces that can break off. And like it turns into something. Uh, or something. Uh, there's little windows and stuff. I don't quite understand it. it. I don't know what's happening. And I didn't get a magazine, so I can't. I don't know how to. I don't know how it works. I don't understand. Um. Yeah, I don't quite get it. It's supposed to turn into something, I think, but I don't know what. I didn't get the magazine, so I don't know. It's uh, it's kind of lame. Um, Alright, well, I'll take pictures and you can see, you can figure it out for yourself. And maybe if you know, let me know. Because I didn't get the magazine. It won't tell me. I need the magazine to know. Um, Alright, now we're moving on to Pro Wrestling Crate September 2016. It has a picture, and this is interesting. It's TLC. It says TLC. Um, uh... And it has, and then under, and and it's basically the TLC uh, record label, record album art for Crazy Sexy Cool, because it actually says Crazy Sexy Cool down at the bottom, which is interesting. But instead of having their silhouettes or whatever they had in the on the actual album cover, it's a table, a ladder, and a chair, and it's foreign objects is the uh, theme for the month. Um, so. Hopefully I don't open this up and there's like a table and a ladder and chair because that would be weird. It'd be kind of small. Well, there probably will be. I don't know. That's fine. Oops, I'm totally destroying this box. All right. And there's a... Uh, <laughs> okay, there's a... There's a um, T-shirt on the top, which I already could tell is a little uh, interesting here. Okay, so it says Singapore Canes, and it's Singapore Canes, and it's got a bunch of Singapore Canes, but um, the logo that's on the, it's a black shirt, has, you'll see the pictures, but it's a black shirt that has 
says Singapore Canes on it. Um, but the Singapore Canes design is very similar. Let me see if I'm getting this right here. It's very similar to a popular logo that is currently, well, currently popular logo that is part of a TV show that was on Netflix this summer. It was very popular called Stranger Things. And it says Singapore Canes, but it's in the Stranger Things kind of like logo thing. So that's that's kind of cool. And then we got the TLC Crazy Sexy Cool logo that's on the sticker as a, uh, a can koozie. There's an ear. Um, there's a, a an ear, a rubber ear that says property of M. Foley. So I guess this is supposed to be his ear that get ripped off. Um, that's kind of weird. Um, uh, there is, ooh, this one's good. I like this. There is a bad guy brand, um, toothpick holder. Yeah, a toothpick holder. And you pull on the thing and the toothpicks come out. That's, that is, uh. That's pretty cool, actually. I know some. Uh, I know my friend Rob would really appreciate this, but uh, yeah, that's, that's that's. I've never seen something like this before. This is really interesting. Yeah, you pull on the thing and a toothpick comes out. That's that is really weird. Uh, there's a lanyard that um, has kind of the same design of the box that has like all the foreign objects, with is on the, the design of the box with like tables and ladders and chairs and and all sorts of and razors and all sorts of uh other sledgehammers and stuff it's just a lanyard that's basically the same thing um then there is a there's a, a sticker decal of two like old tiny fighter guys you know kind of when they show the boxers or whatever like old timey guys but they both have chairs and then finally there's uh, the card that tells me everything I got, which hopefully, let's see if I got everything. Hardcore t-shirt. Like, hard, hardcore t-shirt? Okay. Missing ear stress reliever. Oh, that's what it's supposed to be, a stress reliever. Not really a foreign object, but we just had to make them. TLC can cooler, bad guy brand toothpick dispenser, the objects lanyard, and the professional pugilism decal. A portion of the profits of this crate will be donated to Autism Speaks, sponsoring autism outreach and awareness. www.autismspeaks.org And then there's a whole um, kind of thing on the back that just explains um, what happened and how Pro Wrestling Tees is taking over um, the uh, for next month and going forward, which I only get one month. One month more. Alright, again, you know, the I'll, I gotta say the I mean the t-shirt's pretty cool because it's referencing Stranger Things Singapore Canes I guess that's pretty cool the toothpick holder is really like the thing though that, that's really cool I've never seen anything like this before bad guy toothpick holder that's it's pretty cool ear is just weird I like the concept of the TLC logo here and as a can koozie that's sure that's fine that's cool I'll take it. Uh, the lanyard is just a lanyard. And yeah, that's it. That's it for those guys. I don't know. Interesting to see what we get next month. And then the loot crate comes. Or the slam crate. 
And thanks for Loot Crate for their box, which was just a t-shirt. But whatever, kind of cool that they sent something out anyways. Um, yeah, all right, that's going to do it. Thanks for listening. Um, be sure to go on iTunes and subscribe um, and give me five stars. Write a review, do something cool, say something cool. Also do that in Stitcher, go over to Stitcher and do that sort of stuff. Hit up the blog, razorvader.blogspot.com. Check me out on Twitter, I'm at Razorvader. If you know me, you can hit me up on Facebook, but that's really has nothing to do with um, uh, my uh, blog. Or, well, I mean, I guess it sort of does. Like, I post the links to pretty much all of the 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 uh, podcast on Facebook. So if you're friends with me on Facebook, this is probably how you got here in the first place. Unless you're subscribed on iTunes, which you should do, or Stitcher. Um I know there's other ones too out there. I haven't looked into them. I should probably do. I don't know. If you're on it, most people have iPhones and iTunes, and if not, they can download Stitcher on their Android devices. All right, that's gonna do it. Enjoy UFC. Enjoy No Mercy. Enjoy football. Enjoy MLB playoffs. Enjoy whatever else you're into, and all sorts of stuff. Like hopefully, if you got a new iPhone, enjoy that, or enjoy the new iOS. Hopefully, you didn't get a Samsung Note Seven and it blew up in your blew up your house or something. Um, <laughs> or whatever, whatever happened with that. Um, yeah, that's gonna do it. I'll remember this time to post some of the stuff, hopefully, or not. Um, and we'll talk to you next time. I don't know when that will be. I'm actually going to Hell in a Cell at the end of October, so probably won't be. Well, it could be before that. I might do one before that because why not? Um, to preview that. So far, they've only announced Rusev versus um, Roman Reigns in a Hell in a Cell for the U.S. title. I'm guessing there'll be at least another one. There's been a rumor that Sasha Charlotte, the rematch, will be in the Hell in a Cell. Sasha won the title back from Charlotte last Monday. Um, Seth Rollins and Kevin Owens, I'm assuming, are going to fight. I don't know if that'll be Hell in a Cell or not. But anyways, that's going to do it. Thanks for listening, and I'll catch you next time. See ya. We're talking baseball. Klazuski, Campanella, talking baseball. The man and Bobby Fella, the scooter, the barber, and the nuke. They knew them all from Boston to Dubuque, especially Willie, Mickey, and the Duke.